Welcome to the Positive Health Vibes Podcast, a series of fun, upbeat health, nutrition, and fitness chats. I'm your host, Shantae Allen, a certified fitness nutrition specialist and Pilates instructor. And today's topic is too salty for you. Do you know how much salt you're eating every day? You know, sodium chloride, table salt? Well, tons of Americans are eating way too much of it these days. 90% of Americans, according to the American Heart Association, and 75% of that sodium, that salt, comes from restaurants, processed, and packaged foods. But you can relax a little. We need some sodium. It's a very valuable electrolyte an essential mineral that maintains proper fluid balance within the cells, muscle contractions and sending nerve impulses and aiding the digestive system with absorbing nutrients. But we don't need thousands of milligrams of it every day to do those things. I know, salty foods can taste so good and you just want more and more and more and more. It's sneaky like that, seriously. It's used as a preservative to maintain freshness It's used as a seasoning to add flavor. It's hard to avoid. However, for the sake of good health, it's quite necessary to reduce the intake of it. The Centers for Disease Control has identified the top 10 foods laden with sodium, and those foods are breads, such as rolls, bagels, English muffins, pizza. Do you know how hard it is to find a frozen pizza with less than 600 milligrams of sodium per serving? So much easier just to make a fresh pizza yourself. Ugh, where was I? Sandwiches, cold cuts, cured meats, soups, burritos, and tacos. Savory snacks like chips, popcorn, pretzels, crackers, chicken, cheese, eggs, and omelets. Ha! <laughs> Sounds like pretty much all the fun foods, right? That's why 90% of American adults like eating salty foods. In fact, so much that they're consuming an average 3,400 milligrams of sodium per day which is more than twice the recommended 1,500 milligrams per day. Well, the party's over when eating too much sodium every day can increase your risk for hypertension, which can lead to heart disease and stroke. Just like sodium is hidden in foods, hypertension or high blood pressure can be hidden in your body and is known as the silent killer. So we must be careful to avoid this life-threatening condition. High blood pressure symptoms such as dizziness, flushed face, optic nerve damage, and walking around with a lack of balance usually occurs when it's too late and can be signs that lead to something very serious like stroke or a heart attack. So be sure to have your blood pressure checked regularly. Normal blood pressure is a systolic blood pressure reading less than 120 and a diastolic blood pressure reading is less than 80. Systolic blood pressure is how much pressure your blood is exerting against walls of your arteries when your heart is beating. And diastolic blood pressure is how much pressure your blood exerts against the walls of your arteries when your heart is resting between beats. And both systolic and diastolic blood pressure are measured in millimeters of mercury. Elevated blood pressure has a systolic blood pressure range between 120 and 129 and less than 80 for diastolic blood pressure. Stage 1 high blood pressure has a systolic blood pressure range between 130 and 139 and a diastolic blood pressure reading between 80 and 89. 
Stage 2 high blood pressure is a systolic reading of 140 or higher and a diastolic reading of 90 or higher. And a code red, call your doctor immediately. High blood pressure crisis is a systolic blood pressure reading higher than 180 and a diastolic blood pressure reading higher than 120. While high blood pressure is clearly something you'd want to avoid, other side effects of consuming too much sodium are water retention and dehydration. Water retention symptoms include swelling and edema. This is a result of the kidneys holding off on releasing water into your urine in order to balance the extra sodium around your cells. You see, potassium, which helps maintain water balance, is mainly inside the cells and sodium is outside of the cells. And it's the amount of sodium in the fluid outside the cells that determines the amount of water your body retains, which will then cause the kidneys to conserve water. Diets too high in sodium increase dehydration. This often occurs when sodium consumption in your diet is high and water consumption is so low that your body takes water from within the cells, resulting in feeling extremely thirsty, nauseous, dizzy, and can even cause cramping, vomiting, and diarrhea. Ask yourself, was all that salt really worth it? Okay, so let's reduce the intake of it. A great place to start is learning where most of the sodium you consume is coming from. Good thing the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has figured that out for you. 65% comes from store-bought food, 25% comes from restaurants, and 10% comes from home-cooked meals. Hmm, can you say bingo? Basically, all you need to do is read nutrition labels when you're shopping for food at the grocery store. I mean, if the max recommended amount of sodium for adults is 1,500 milligrams, and maybe even less for some individuals, and a can of soup that you can heat up in the microwave in three minutes has 1,080 milligrams of sodium per serving. I'm not your boss, but you might want to reconsider. Just a suggestion. Merchandised on that same shelf are foods that have reduced or low sodium on the front of the nutrition label with a little heart check mark. What a healthy hint. If you eat at restaurants, keep in mind that most breads, meats and soups, cheeses and salad dressings are higher in sodium. That's why I'm such a fan of cooking healthy at home because you know exactly what ingredients you are putting into your food. But in either case, when you go for low sodium foods, they're considered to have less than 140 milligrams of sodium per serving and very low sodium foods have less than 35 milligrams per serving. Here are some low-sodium foods. Fresh fruits and vegetables, dry beans and grains, eggs, fresh meats and seafood, dairy, unsalted butter, low-sodium cheeses like Parmesan, Monterey Jack, mozzarella, Swiss cottage cheese, cream and ricotta cheese, whole wheat bread, low-sodium tortillas, unsalted crackers, Snacks like unsalted pretzels, unsalted popcorn, unsalted tortilla chips. Low-sodium condiments like vinegar and salad dressings with less than 140 milligrams per serving. And healthy fats like olive, avocado, and grapeseed oil. Remember, since sodium can raise blood pressure, which increases the risk for heart disease and stroke, 
Unless otherwise directed by a medical professional, it's recommended that adults limit their intake of sodium to 1,500 milligrams per day and should definitely try to avoid eating more than 2,300 milligrams in a given day. It's also important to stay hydrated and have your blood pressure checked regularly in addition to reducing the amount of sodium in your diet. The easiest way to maintain a low-sodium diet is to read nutrition labels when you're shopping for food in the aisles of the grocery stores, eat fresh foods and cook with them at home the healthy way often, avoid eating at restaurants too much, and that's whether you're dining in or zipping through a drive-thru, and reduce your intake of processed and packaged foods because more often than not, they're too salty for you. To learn more about low-sodium foods and delicious healthy ways to cook them, links to health studies mentioned in this podcast, or to schedule a complimentary nutrition consultation with me, send an email to Shantae, that's C-H-A-N-T-A-Y, at Oceanside-NutritionPilates.com. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of the Positive Health Vibes Podcast. What's been your favorite episode so far? I'll be back for Season 2 the week after next with more health, fitness, and nutrition chats and special guests, so I hope you'll continue to tune in weekly and be inspired to enjoy a healthier lifestyle.